Hello and welcome to the Reinforced Running Podcast. My name is Rich Ryan. Thank you for joining. Today we have two guests, a two for one, Miranda Klinsky and Michael Suazo. They we just chit chat back and forth. We talk about their previous year. They had an awesome 2021 and how that's going to parlay into better results in 2022. Miranda is a new member of the Dream Team, and Michael is going to join us over here at Torque. So hopefully a little bit more support, more race direction. They're gonna you're going to be seeing a lot of them. So I'm using this as a chance to get to know them a little bit better. And it was a great conversation. Super fun people. Really great insight on racing and, and how to get better at it. Cool. So let's do it. Miranda and Michael. So yeah, I, I feel like there needs to be some way to have it be merit-based to get people to race more. I mean, you guys raced a lot last year, right? I went through it. I think all races, you guys raced 23 times. Were you guys counting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of so- races. That's qu- quite a few races. And uh, so did you guys do all the same races? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't do Killington with them or like the New Jersey Super because I was injured. But we did, yeah, almost all of them. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot you. I forgot you ran into a little injury uh, midseason there, like in, in the fall piece. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping whatever happens with the way that they're going to help athletes because that's a big barrier, you know, like the, the price tag is an actual barrier to get people in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, if they take away the pro team to the people that are on the pro team, I definitely think it's going to be a little, uh, <laughs> a riot. <laughs> well, it's always a problem. You know, yeah. they, they, I think they, it was a mistake giving, so much or so much to so many people i think in the first place mm-hmm. and now obviously it's like it's like that idea of over promising and they've kind of under delivered where you should probably under promise and try to over deliver they just kind of flipped it you know and so our oh, expectations yeah. are set so high and uh now everybody's just mad because the athletes do think that we deserve something when spartan doesn't see it that way you know but yeah what are we gonna do um so guys thanks for joining me today got miranda kaplinski michael suazo here very excited to chat with you both you guys both had big seasons in 2021 and uh being honest i i hadn't caught either of your names really before that season and i think uh i mean the the, abbreviated season in 2020 probably had something to do with it but a massive improvement i think had a little bit even more to do with that so let's just i want to kind of start from how you guys got into it so uh, and I'm going to do my best to direct like my questions. And sometimes I just won't, so and I'll just like forget and just kind of like, so if that happens, just someone say something. Got it. So, <laughs> so I'll start Miranda, when you guys were first getting into OCR, did you, was it a joint decision to start this thing or did, did somebody get into it before someone else? No, we did it together. We, I just saw one of my friends did a Spartan race. Um, I think it was like the tri-state New York one, the tuxedo one. Mm-hmm. And he was like the coach at this gym that I went to and he did it and loved it. And I was like, Michael, we should do that. And he actually was hesitant. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that looks like, uh, I don't know. I'm not good at running. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to die out there. And she's like, oh, let's go do it. Let's go do it. And we're like, Okay, fine. I go. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. So it, it wasn't was the fire jump. Tough mutter. Oh, a tough mutter was the first one you guys did. 
Yeah. 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 I think so, right? Yeah, Theft Modern and then the Spartan. And then we jumped right to age group Spartan and we did like the one here in Boston and it was like pouring rain and literally like this much mud. It was crazy. Um, and for some reason we were like, this is awesome. Let's do it. Uh, I think we realized how crazy we are. <laughs> what year was that? Was that 2018? 18, like mm-hmm. late 18. Yeah. Okay. So it has only really been, you only had really had two full seasons. Like if you don't count 2020, mm-hmm. right. right. Well, so, 2019, I was, I had the knee surgery. So I was out the half of that year. And then mm-hmm. Michael had, Michael's had like another half year than me. Um, okay. Because I had knee surgery. So, Michael, after that, after that tough mutter, or after the Spartan race in, what that's in like Western Mass, right? Or is it like Central Mass? Where is that race? I've Central. actually never done that one. Central. And there's some hills there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice little run, uh, rolling hills and stuff. It's, it's pretty nice. But my first so, Spartan I did was pretty bad. <laughs> That was like what? Like was it the classic case of just getting worked on all the obstacles? Oh yeah. You mentioned you mentioned running wasn't really. It's not necessarily in your background. Was it the endurance piece of it that was a problem, or was it just everything? I think it was everything in general. <laughs> I was dying and like I fell. I fell down in a monkey bar. I was. I did thirty burpees. I fell a spear throw with thirty burpees. Um, I guess was the uh, twister. Fell down in that one. Another third burpee. I think I did like 90 burpees in that spot. <laughs> it was like a sprint, right? Yeah. I did yeah. like 200 or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Wait. Is that your record? Yeah. What is it? 210? I think oh, yeah. you can do. <laughs> yeah. My math is off. So, I mean, that's a pretty classic story though. So, when, but when you guys finished, did you look at each other like, oh my God, that was so fun? Or were you able, or were you like, was there any hesitancy to continue to to move toward the sport um well for me i was like oh my god this is like really bad and like i'm dying over here i'm almost like you know puking and all that stuff <laughs> like really bad i was really bad and i finished and i was like actually that was pretty cool like i felt like i was dying i felt like i yeah a little bit of everything out there and i finished and i was like oh i want more i want to like do another race and see how it goes yeah second one pretty well i think mm-hmm. Yeah, Is that for similar me, I, for you, Miranda? Yeah. I think for me, I like, I like the, fe- like, so I didn't, I like the feeling of not being good at something because then I want to get better. So I got my ass kicked and I was like, that was fun in a weird way that I've never really experienced. It's kind of similar, like when you're paddling out on big waves and you're just getting your ass kicked over and over and right. over again, you have to get out in the lineup. To, you have to get out there and you've got to catch the, the bigger wave. So it, for me, it was like, I suck at this. I need to get better. And I would, I saw like the elite people and I was like, I want to do that. Like, like this is something I can do. I feel like even though I was so bad, but so that's how I felt. So that's something I did want to ask you guys. Cause you guys are both, you, you both surf, right? How long have you guys been surfing? I think for like, he's been surfing since he was like a little naked boy running around Just- the beach in Costa Rica. <laughs> Is born out there, yeah. But Miranda, when did you when did you start? Uh, probably when I was like thirteen or twelve. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's still been some time. Is is surfing a thing that I've never I've never gone? Like, it's not I'm not necessarily an ocean person. It's just not never really access to it. <laughs> I don't, I've never been out there, but it seems like something that would be really, really hard. 
and it almost like it seems unpredictable, right? In in the way that things are going to kind of come and go, and it just seems like there is it's going to be always more that you can do and 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 ever progressive on the water, right? So did did you immediately parallel OCR to surfing that way? Or did you remember what it was like to get started in surfing and wanting to then get better at OCR? Or was it just kind of like a fresh start and something new? And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this is now something where I can dive in, dive into the deep end without using like puns and all that. But um, yeah, how do, how do, they, do you parallel the two at all? Or is it are they just completely different things? Um, I feel like they're two different things, but like, I'm, I definitely like surfing kind of took over our like life. So it was nice having like this other really passionate hobby that we could do together, um, and train for and stuff. So, but surfing, I mean, I just feel like it's totally different. Like there's not, there's nothing that compares to surfing. Even, even you winning like the coolest race, a good session, Oh, you got some traffic over there. <laughs> well, we got, we got some. Everybody seems fine. I think, I think, I think everybody's alright. I feel like a good, a good like surf session though, with like no crowds and perfect waves and oh my, it just can't. It doesn't compare to anything. It's like you are high for like weeks. We're winning a race. You're like high. I feel like for like a few hours after the race, and then you're kind of like meh. Where I surfing just goes forever for me. <sighs> yeah. How about for you, Michael? How's how it? How do you feel when you win a race? I mean, the comp that's, that's different, right? It's like a, the, and with surfing, I want to see like, are you guys competing? Because a lot of it's like the competition and like the lead up, mm-hmm. right. Is like that for me, like the training is mm-hmm. what's really exciting. Right. And like taking the feedback from the race itself and seeing what worked and then being able to implement things back into the training piece to kind of figure out the pieces of this puzzle and seeing what I'm capable of doing with the preparation of everything. So like the race itself is more of a payoff to the training rather than like this feeling that I get, like the, the feeling I would get that I think it'd be most comparative to like what it sounded like you were saying on the surfing end was like just the excitement to get ready and to, to stand on the line and like the, the feeling of accomplishing like a plan or or hitting something to the point where um, I've like, done something that I haven't done before. Right. Um, so I don't know if they're even relatable that way, you know? So like, well, I think they can be, I mean, I think I that's, too, I think yeah. that's similar with like the best surf session because it's similar with training, like you lining up your training perfectly up to that race and them all coming together and you winning the race because you've done everything and you just destroyed it. You know what I mean? Where surfing is like, you have to have the perfect swell, the perfect, uh, tide, the perfect wind, no crowds. So it's like all those things lining up. And I feel like it's just like, you just feel so blessed that all those things happened at that time. So I feel like you can compare it to that, like with the racing. Is it like a state of flow when you're on the water where everything has just kind of come together and you just know exactly what to do without needing to be so like, like so much thought into it? Uh, like, what does that feel like? Yeah, Michael, what what does it feel like well, to you, like that perfect he's, session? He's definitely the better surfer. So you should, I mean, well, he should answer this. I'm not the better surfer. She well, I one. kick she his ass on the longboard, but. <laughs> um, I feel like riding a wave is like, it's completely like not thought going on. And it's kind of pretty much let your body go. And, you know, it's just like, 
yeah, there's no thinking, there's no, it's like, I mean, it could be a different, like, you know, from people like you're racing and surfing, like you, you race like, oh, okay, I'm going to go in this mood and just like go without thinking and just charge it for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, surfing is pretty much the same. It's just, I guess it's different. It's just, it's hard to explain because <laughs> it's the same. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's different it, in certain ways, and, you know, but yeah, I, it just approaches similar. Yeah. You're not racing. in either the sports we were, t we were talking about this yeah. and either the sports you literally don't think about anything yeah. when you're out there. Like when you surf, you're not, there's not a care in the world. Like you can be as stressed out as you want to be, but if you, when you paddle out, all the stress is gone. gone yeah. And when that gun goes off at the start line, you're not thinking about stress either. So I like yep. that mentality of no worries, you know? That's fair. And I get that from training. Yeah. I'll get that. Like, even if I don't necessarily think of it that way, I'm, I'm usually focused around how to improve or, or, or like focused on the session, but uh, like whatever I was doing before that, whatever I'm doing after that doesn't exist in that period, much like racing, but like the surfing piece, it just seems like there's gotta be like this connection to like the earth. <laughs> and just Oh, definitely. Like, like you're either a water person or you're not. I mean, we've taken, when we've had friends out there that want to learn how to surf and it's, they're a fish out of the water. Bad, either, yeah, either but... you have it or you don't. <laughs> um, he has it for sure. I mean, he's just like, get, even when like we picked up swimming like this past year, like, to do like a mile at a time and he just like isn't even doing it right and he's so fast but yet he's doing it right it's strange yeah I guess yeah <laughs> yeah you do you think there's any because a lot of times people come into the sports i mean you guys started uh you know, like most of us start right where we had done something our whole lives and like we come into ocr kind of later in life and there's some sort of adaptation that we've created for ourselves whether that's uh like for me it's simple because i was like a runner right and this is a running Mm -hmm. sport it's a foot race so i already had at least the aerobic capacity developed and i had to figure out all the other stuff and there's other people that might be i don't know wrestlers or soccer players or, or whatever it is that have given them some sort of advantage in ocr to compete well what does surfing give like do you think about like your experience as surfers how has that made you good at ocr if at all yeah balance I yeah, balance, core, mm -hmm. uh, upper body strength for sure. We both kind of have bigger, bigger upper bigger bodies. Yeah. Um, and I really think it helps with the balance too, not overtraining because when the waves are good, you will give up a training session even though you're totally addicted to training to surf. So I feel like it balances mm -hmm. it all out. Mm -hmm. um, okay. A lot. I, I, it's like a good. It's like a good way for cross training, right? Yeah. 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 Surfing to us is not is not hard, but like to obviously someone who's learning, it's very hard and ass kicking. But I feel like it's a really good balance. Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, and also like the mentality of like sometimes you're out there and the waves are so big and you're just getting rolled around and you're. I mean, how many near death experiences have we had out in the water? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that definitely makes your mindset like in your mental state like really tough. I yeah. mean, there's so many times we've been somewhere out of this country and like we're getting rolled on the reef and you just think you're going to die. And you're like almost okay with it. You're just like, this is it. I'm drowning. I'm hitting the <laughs> this, this is, is how I would want to go. This is perfect. The, 
uh, and that's something that I was thinking, right? I haven't, I've only had a chance to really uh, see you guys and race with you guys at one event and it was an indoor race, right? It was at um, City Field. So there wasn't a lot that I could see you guys like out in the, on the trails. How do you guys navigate the trails and downhills do you, when it comes to some of this technical stuff? Are you guys able to roll with it? You're really good at the downhills. Um, I guess uh, I just, yeah. She told me just go with it and then downhill and I guess yeah, I, I rolled <laughs> downhill pretty much. It's <laughs> 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 been worked on a little bit and the downhills and a little more techniques and yeah and stuff. Like I that. listen to like a lot of podcasts, so I and I just take like a lot of people's advice. Like, mm -hmm. you know, Ryan Kempson's our friend, so I listen to everything he tells us and uh Callie's our friend, so I just kinda like take everyone's advice that's been in the sport longer and a lot of them say just roll with it and don't break uh, on the downhills. And that's kind of like I noticed Michael Woods breaking for maybe like maybe in 2000, early 2019, all through that year. And then during the pandemic was actually a really good like year for us to mm -hmm. kind of like talk to everybody and come up with things. And Yancey was our coach and he would give us advice. Um, so no more breaking on the downhills. And Michael just bombs them. I mean, I yeah. feel like he's really good at the downhills. Yeah. And that's uphills <laughs> up is not good. Uphills not as good. <laughs> <laughs> well, like really the downhills is where you can make up the most. And like, you know, you mentioned a couple of times, like the results you had this past season, you were pretty much top five at every single race outside of like us national series races. Right. Like, so you were right in the mix with everything, even though you've admitted like uphills aren't great. Uh, running, you, you're not coming from running background, but there's this element of being able to roll on these like, trails and the downhills that like there has to be there's this element of like fearlessness in ocr right that surfing may have been able to give you guys because like you said you just almost die in the water all the time so now you're just kind of taking that and putting it onto the trail or like when i started it is scary <laughs> it's really scary going down hills and i don't i didn't come from any type of background where fear was part everything that i've done was so controlled whether it's like a cross-country race or like basketball or something like that that the element of like oh i could actually get really hurt uh was brand new but you guys like have had that since you were little kids essentially i mean yeah <laughs> the way he grew up is like there was it's like totally different than here in america yeah. and my dad um, and my mom, the way they brought me up, it was very not like neurotically, um, controlled, like, you know, like just let me go out in the woods for hours and no one was even there. Like I would take random horses and go out in the woods for hours. It didn't make any sense. You don't see that nowadays. So, um, <laughs> but I feel like actually me and Callie were talking about this. Callie Swaghart? Schweikart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was saying how like it's just that him and I, Michael and I don't even know any better. Like like you came from a running background, mm -hmm. so you were like taught all these things where Michael and I have no running background. So I feel like we just show up to these races and we just take all these tips that everyone's telling us and we just do it because we literally don't know like the down the pros and cons of it. So we just are you know, I feel like we don't know any better, so we just go with it roll with the punches <laughs> yeah ryan uh, ryan kempson actually mentioned something like that when i was talking to him one time he's like i feel bad for people with like this running background because he is a phenomenal runner but he's not he, he wasn't that always right he's kind of learned as he came up because like i'm there's like these like 
definitive ways to train for endurance and they they don't necessarily translate to to OCR that well and and like i personally was stuck for a long time like in these lanes where i needed to just like branch out and go all over the place where a lot of the athletes who come in, who come in and do well and like you guys are uh, like there are other athletes like that who all, who also have come from something else and just take everything. Right. And they end up being like some of the best in the sport. So there's no real way to kind of do it, which is something that's really interesting to me about this sport, you know, and like yeah. the athletes like yourselves and like, like we're all from really different backgrounds and we're getting to the finish line kind of at the same time, you know? Yeah, um, no, I totally, I, it's like, sometimes I wish that I had a background like yours where I knew like, I don't, you know, people make all these references with running and I don't even, I'm still even learning what all this lingo is. Um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I feel like it would be really beneficial, but then part of me is like, also kind of like I'm learning and it's all new to me and to us. So I yeah. feel like it's really like exciting and like a high in my body. But, you know, I think that's why I had the injuries too, because my body's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> that's <laughs> a, that's other a, people have had it since high school, you know? Right. We, like, yeah, I got hurt when I was like 19, 20, 21 and figured out how to not get hurt later in life. But yeah, yeah it's just kind of part tips, of it. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just kind of, you just got to go through it. The, um, and that's one thing that with endurance running and I find this in OCR, some athletes who kind of come at it and find some success early. And then just the, the willingness to do a lot to do, a lot of, I mean, you guys raced a lot, so you guys did a lot this year, but like doing more and more volume, it seems like that's the best way to, to do things when it comes to, uh, endurance. It's like, okay, why not more? Why not faster? Like if I, like that should be the best way to get results, but it's always destructive. Like people have thought about that, right? People have tried that method of doing more than everybody else. And it always ends. I have yet to see someone not end an injury or burnout or something like that. So it's like this this fine line that mm -hmm. people can really kind of entrench themselves in. Um, so when you guys, so did you guys decide to become competitive? You, you said you jumped into age group then in 2019, I believe we were, we were saying it was, but that yeah, was, it was like super late eight, 2018, late 18, but that was before there was even, uh, like the gated, right? Like you could have done a league, right? Yeah. I didn't even know though. Like, I, so we, when we did our first Tough Mudder, we thought we were doing a competitive one because it was Saturday <laughs> uh -huh. and we we're like, oh, let's do that. We even picked that option when I signed up for it. But then we showed up and they're like, oh, we don't have that on Sunday or something. So whatever. Oh. I, I, I was like, okay, well, I don't, you know, I don't even know what I'm doing anyways. So I shouldn't <laughs> probably compete. <laughs> um, and then we did two age groups competitive and then we jumped to elite. So our fourth race was elite. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think we both got sixth place and that's right when my like knee was already screwed up and I raced anyways. Cause I didn't know what I was doing. Cause you're like, this is normal. Let's just keep going. Yeah. No, no like, problem. Where was, uh, where was that race? I think it was Boston. Yeah. Right? I think it was like a whole year later and it was in, uh, the Boston. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it was just, uh, Spartan Boston. I don't know. Where was yeah, it? What it I don't know. Yeah. I, I, okay. We're like from Cape Cod. This is like, so we're not from the city at all. So, <laughs> so that's, yeah, it's somewhere in that same area. Um, an hour and a half that way. 
<laughs> when uh when you guys were able to so that, that's kind of cool that you saw a full year of development and coming from getting worked in that first race doing 200 plus doing 300 between the two of you probably the um but then getting sixth place in an elite race was there was there a moment there where you're like oh okay we're like on to something and yeah did, we did had no training it? Yeah, we didn't have, we just jumped into that and we were like, let's do it. And then after that race, after my knee surgery, then we hired a coach um, and we're like, let's do this. If we got sixth place with literally no training and I failed like so many obstacles because I was a kook, I was like, if I actually do things right here and like train a little bit, I can probably do well. And same with him. Does surfing vernacular work for OCR? Are we putting the same, the (laughs) kook? Kook, kook means is that's a newbie, right? Kook or is that means newbie. Okay. For everything. For OCR. Yeah. All right. We're yep. calling that that's that's good. I like it. We're gonna we're gonna go with it. Um <laughs> right. So that so then after that season, so that that race would have also been at the end of 2019. Right. Yeah. And, and but I and, but to add to that, I definitely didn't know that like so like I, if I got, we got sixth place and I was like, we're a freaking badass. Like we can do, th-. I didn't realize that like, cause now I know like Boston is a little bit of like, let's be real. There's not many people that show up. I thought these guys were all professionals in the elite field. I didn't realize that like, now I know that there was age group and maybe there was only like, it was probably Kempson who was the only pro there and Callie who was the only pro and Kelly's probably, maybe, you know? Yeah. I thought they were all like these professional athletes and I was like, I'm badass. And so now <laughs> I know, you know, um, so, yeah, you know, I mean the local little regional races, there's only a handful of like really, you know, it's funny to look back. It's funny to look back and like, uh, it'd be interesting to go back and look at, the, at those exact race results and see like where you were, who you, you were around and, and where they I are should. now. Cause yeah, I should. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure it'd be interesting. I thought I felt the same way in, um, yeah, my like second year of OCR, my first year I did the same thing. I just got like worked in all the races. I would be like, I did a leap, but I was like in twenties every every time, just getting crushed. And then the next year, I got seventh at the Tri State uh, Beast in April in Vernon, and I was like, I'm like basically professional. I'm amazing at this. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, looking back now, I was like, oh, this is just like a regional race. I actually, kind of sucked, and, and <laughs> there's a lot, a lot more I could have done with that. Um, when did but, you start racing? So I started, my first race was 2013. It was a citizens bank race and I lived in Philadelphia. So it was just like a quick drive there. I got ninth in that race missed. There wasn't a Z wall then it was just like a flat, like it was a tra- flat traverse. And I just, ne- I never had rock climbed or anything. I didn't know what I did. Just got up and, and fell right off. And like, oh, you gotta do burpees. So I got ninth in that and then didn't do another race until 2016. That's when I started to like do OCR. So 2016 You're like was an when I got. OG. I mean, I ca- another year you got ten years under your belt. Sorta, of, with a little hiatus in there. But like, yeah, the even 2016, it seems like it's been because there's so many athletes coming up who are starting in like 2017, 18, 19, who are doing really well, and even this this past year. Um, so then this, so what, what made you guys want to race so much this year? Like what were you guys just like, all right, we're all in, let's do it. Yeah. I think I finally wasn't injured and I was like, 
like literally michael let's let's i was like think about i mean if you think about my timeline i had the knee surgery and then i had a hip stress fracture so it's like i only had like so little bit of racing and i was like doing well enough like a third place elite a second place elite and then i would get injured and then the pandemic happened and i was just like fired up and you were fired up and i was like listen let's do as many as we can because I want to get good at the obstacles and fig- like just get better at this. And then this year, if we did well this past year, I would take it more seriously and like be more selective. And it worked out perfectly because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> there, there's definitely an element of experience for these races, right? That like you will get. There's so much that can go wrong, and there's so many different techniques that are going to work for one person over somebody else. That like racing often can be really, really helpful. And you guys are kind of in that stage where it's like, let's just learn this. We'll figure out mm-hmm. how to do it on our, and, and on like the training sense later, but like, let's just make sure we can figure this thing out. Now, M- Michael, on your end, like Miranda was going through some injuries and it seems like there was a fire lit there for you, Miranda, where you're like, all right, if I'm healthy, like, let's just see where I got, like, how, how am I going to compare it to everybody else? And Michael, on your end, where you're kind of, uh, figuring out the running aspect of things um, and just like the whole concept of OCR in general, just like an endurance sport, right? What what yeah. was your mindset going into 2021 with all these races? Like what, what, what were you thinking? Well, I was thinking more like learning the best I can and trying to like, you know, every, every star line, trying to like not go too fast or too slow or try to maintain them. Um, like I see somebody that, not running fast, but running like a good speed and try to keep right behind them and focus on on and it's like, okay, I'm going to focus on getting a little more, more speed and get a little more technique in the obstacles. So I feel like it was a little, yeah, it was, it was hard because, yeah, you know, what was your mindset? Like, oh, my mindset you? was finish and just, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, fire jump. <laughs> so it yeah, seems like, barrier here. <laughs> well no it sounded like you were coming at it just with an like an open like as an open book like let's just see what i what i can learn out of this and yeah. whatever result i get is the result i get as long as i can like learn and kind of get better as right. it goes forward yeah um i pay, then, I like, pay him to like be my husband in america and do everything <laughs> i say so that's he, he, he didn't have a choice <laughs> and he's on board he's like that sounds great <laughs> I'm I was in. like, let's race as much as we can. And he was like, okay, he, that's all he does is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm in. and being, being able to do so well. So what was, what were some of the, like Miranda, what was uh, the thing you l- learned the most this year? Like one of the top three things from racing so often, hmm. what, what were like some of the key takeaways? I got to think about back, like in the beginning of the season. So that was that was like a re- wasn't it a national series right away? Yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville was right away. Yeah, when you were eighth oh. there, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like it's again similar with surfing. So like the bet the way you get better at surfing is watching a better surfer, mm-hmm. and that for me was like huge when I was learning just how to like do cutbacks and hits off the lip and things like that and nose riding on my longboard. I would watch people that were better than me. And that's would click for me. So I loved watching, honestly, the people like, I mean, 
there there's so many good 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 girls that maybe now I might be surpassed them, but at the time I followed their footsteps. So like even on the trails, like I would purposely stay behind to watch how they navigated the trails and see how they would stick close to the edge of the tape to benefit them. And I just learned so much by watching people, even on the obstacles. Like I just was very uh, aware of my surroundings and watching everyone uh, race. So that was like huge for me. Uh, just learning all the tips and tricks. Cause there's like so many tips and tricks to the sport. Was there one thing where you were like, Oh God, when it comes to oh, yeah. obstacle, the what loves. was it? Gloves. Gloves. <laughs> Got it. You, and the, were Those you wearing those like the uh, garden? Yeah, the gardener the ones. ones. I showed you on City Field. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, do you wear them all the time? Are you going to wear them for every race? I'm going to wear them. I wear them all the time. I wear them <laughs> when I play tennis now because I can grip the tennis racket. <laughs> the perfect <laughs> glove exists. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that was something that um, – Annie Doobie figured out a little bit this year too. She won. I mean, her grip strength's just like nasty to begin with. She's just like can get through everything. But even when she adds those, it's like pfft, never yeah. gonna miss anything. So how do they do the when they're is, wet? You can't see, but like, okay, Michael, put up your hand compared to mine. I think I did this. T- so oh, look, yeah, we did that. Look, so this is how t- tiny my hands are. <laughs> so it's like a full I half have- of it's like half of a finger. <laughs> I'm like, and Michael, you're not a huge dude, right? You're <laughs> no, like. No, like no. Yeah. <laughs> weirdly, weirdly big hands, though, he has. Um, big hands, long arms, <laughs> but big foot, for sure. Yeah. So I think I think it was like, I have decent, I'm actually like, I, we rock climb, and I, I'm doing like V3s and V4s, and I'm, I'm decent at bouldering and everything. It's just my hands are so freaking small, and my mm-hmm. arm length are, is small. So having those gloves, like, I felt like kind of matched my ability, and like, because I would... It's like those monkey bars are so thick. Like if they're wet, I can only get halfway around. So it's, you know, um, so yeah, the gloves just make it so that it's, I'm, I'm guaranteed to not fall really. So why not? If, if you're going through like, what happens if you're going through like, uh, they didn't really do that this year, but if they did like rolling mud um, and then monkey bars was like the next obstacle, would the gloves be worthless? Or are they still okay? Um, so I, so like if it was that close and they were like right after the rolling mud, then I would probably have, yeah, I guess I, they, luckily they haven't done that yet, but (laughs) (laughs) they're spaced out enough where I have had to like take them off, put them on, take them off, put them on during a race. And I'll, that's when I do look at the map and I tell Michael, okay, I need to remember this, this, this. And I have Mm. a little Ziploc. I shove it in my, my bra and I just put them in and out and kind of makes the fun more challenging the run more challenging because i'm like taking my gloves off and on during the run but you can't do that in like a stadium race like i told you i was like yeah they're way too fast it's only like a super or like a sprint if they're spread out long enough um so yeah and uh michael what were some of the things what was like you went into these races really looking to learn right what were some of the things that you learned if you could like pinpoint one or two things that was the most impactful for you racing this year definitely uh the carriers like you know like sandbag carry the bucket carry um yeah that impacted me huge that kind of took seconds off my run Mm. yeah which was like 
Awesome. I was super stoked. She showed me how Kempson actually. Kempson gave me a good tip. No, because Ryan, Ryan's our, our good friend, and Kempson yeah. was explaining to Michael because Michael is always saying how he has to get faster at running, faster mm-hmm. running, and he was saying, no, you know, you don't really need to get faster. You need to just learn all these tricks and tips on how to minim- you know, take seconds off your run, and it'll add up. So he was, you know, giving them helpful tips on like how to carry better and mm-hmm. just little things, um, even like his cadence stuff like that. Right. I think you guys were talking about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So okay. So like little tech because that's the one thing about the the carries, right? I mean, it's the second longest amount of time that you will be doing the, on the course, right? It's like running and then carries and then obstacles and people focus on the obstacles because of the penalties and they don't want to miss them and they could, it could end up adding more time, but you're doing carries for a lot of the race. So if you can mm-hmm. figure out how to be a little bit more efficient with it, it's going to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there was like a segment of a carry and, uh, Ryan was like, Michael was like, six or something and ryan was like second he's like and he screenshot it and circled it and was like michael you should not be slower than me you should be like the best because michael's frame you know yeah. he should be yeah. he's not doing it right so you know ryan showed, gave him a couple tips and sure enough like with those little bit of tips all of a sudden now he's like kicking ass at the carries so was it how you were holding it or how you were running yeah. with it how you hold it and run it with it, I guess. I was running with... Don't tell him. Okay. Don't tell him. We don't need <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell the world. Everybody wants to know how, right. the, how they get these... Can you edit it. the part about the gloves, by the way? Don't, don't <laughs> it's, it's already out there. People know. The, um, I right, but, that, but the... Uh, right, like, so you are, like, one of the bigger, stronger dudes out there. So, like, having the technique down is going to be an intangible that you have, right? Even if everyone right. else is kind of doing it the same, but if you're going to be stronger than them and have the technique dialed in, like it's, that's definitely uh, a, a big advantage that you should have. And Kempson, Kempson's like the, he's so good at figuring out these little pieces of the race, like how to save time here or there yeah. and like how, how to kind of work it out. Yeah. And I was definitely listening to that conversation and doing all the things that they were talking about. <laughs> so, like, I'm taking this for my gain as well. Hell yeah. uh, Miranda, <laughs> what would you say is your, was a highlight of the year? Um, honestly, like city field was, I loved that race. It was so quick for us. I know like what, what you guys were like 19, 20 minutes. No, that was wrong. That was like, yeah, that seems crazy. I was like, how is that? No, it missed. Like, there was something about the age group course and the elite course on the on the. Remember how long the uh, farmer carry was, the jug handle carry, whatever they call it. It was crazy. Like Mm -hmm. the, I guess there was a mat mix up there, and like the age group didn't go all the way down like where we went, and like there was there was just like a missed mat. Yes, because the times, our times were like thirty something. We were like. 30. Yeah, I think I was like 34 or something or 33 yeah. or something. I don't know, 32. I, think, I don't I can't remember. Yeah, um, we were right in that 31 32 as well. It wasn't that. Yeah. It wasn't that fast. I, that was just <laughs> That was honestly cuz Faye standing was there and she is so so fit and just like she was it was just such a fun battle. To me, I love like when you guys have it all the time as elite men runners, like you guys are always neck and neck and neck, but some of these other regional races that I go to, it spaces out and it's kind of like you're running alone. 
Um, so I just like loved that adrenaline rush, rush of like battling back and forth with Faye. Like that was so, so fun. And it didn't matter if I won or not that it just was the battle that I loved. Um, and then I think the other uh, national series races I liked too. And that's probably because it was so neck and neck with, cause mm-hmm. there's so many good, uh, females. So I think those were definitely my highlights. I, I guess I like the, uh, stressfulness. <laughs> It's fun to, it's just pushes the, the effort to a next level, right? Like that's what, that's what I think is fun about just like these endurance or just like any competition. It's like trying hard. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. trying hard is fun, right? So if like you're pushed that next level of it and yeah, that's a great win. Like that's a great win at city fields, like on phase turf, uh, in a race that you're like, were these the first years you guys did stadiums? Uh, we did a one in age group in Fenway, like back two years ago when, cause COVID, right. you know, right. um, so but yeah, in a race, but it, helped. it helped having had one, uh, ran Fenway like two weeks before that, Oh yeah. where mm-hmm. Faye, I don't know if she has done one. So I think I would love to do it again with Faye having her now know like the format of a stadium. Cause yeah. I think that would be a little bit more fair. It's just there. There's. Yeah, there's just something about those races that you need to, like, be familiar with. (laughs) Like, just how to do the stairs and, like, the feeling of it and how to get your placement set. Um, So, yeah, there's definitely a race sharpness. at the start line, like, Kelly Sullivan was all the way to the right, where in Fenway, she was all the way to the left. And so I was trying to, like, learn all those things. And I went all the way to the left for City Field bad choice. <laughs> yeah. I was like last going up the stairs again. Somehow I'm always last going up those stairs. That's such a weird way to start a race. I think it's so it's silly. Stupid. I wish, I think I wish stupid. it was me too. I wish they would start them outside. Bracken was saying they, ha- they used to start these races outside and just do like a core, just do like a full lap around the stadium and then go in the stadium. Like let mm-hmm. it just, let it just organize Space itself. Be- yeah. Like let, let there be, but I guess there's that's the could be an argument of like, oh, that's what makes the stadium more specialized for people is that they can be like quick in and out of things, going around curves really fast. And, and, yeah, but starting up the stairs is like only stupid. two people can be on that side. And right. so like if, if it's like who gets to the starting corral first, I mean, that's like kind of stupid. I and they freaking we had like 10 minutes to warm up before that thing. I like ran to the yeah, bathroom like and minutes. ran back legitimately like that was my warm-up running to the bathroom and getting there i was like all right great yeah. it was like freaking 30 degrees um but yeah that's a good way they made like a lap around the tr- like the whole track at the end like imagine like doing ram burpees and then having like another like i don't know what that is like a quarter mile or not even yeah, lap. Say, yeah. i just i just think that would be like wicked badass maybe you could see like I don't know. It could get like, if, if that had happened with me and Faye, you know, like she's obviously a fat, faster runner than I am. I, I believe, I mean, I maybe, I don't know. Cause I don't run f- mile time trials ever, but she's f- really fast. <laughs> so right. that could have been like a really fun finish, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. That's, so. that's one thing that Asheville had that was cool, right? They had like a quarter mile or like 200 meters. I think it was, I don't know. I, I didn't run it, but this is just what I heard. Mm-hmm. You ran it. So there was like a long stretch of just running that. And in, in that race, they actually did have a, a sprint finish between Lindsay and Annie. They should have that for every race. Yes. You know, like, yeah, the, I think it'd be really the, cool. It'd be great. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> that, what do they call the The punching bags, the heavy bags. Oh, the those gauntlet. are kind of dumb. I don't like Super those. dumb. 
Very dark. <laughs> and it's like, there, it's not an obstacle. It's just like, it's not compelling. You can't, like, people go in, they come out. Like, yeah, if it was just a 200, 300 meter yeah. sprint, the fish would be exciting awesome. to watch too. Like, with the announcer and all the people watch, I just feel like it could be, someone could totally. If you're not a fast runner, but you got ahead someone and someone's right there, they could totally like, it could change, you know, the setup of who won and who didn't. And maybe not 100%. in my favor, but still, I just think it would be really badass. <laughs> It'd be great. And like, that would be a way to really sell out, you know, to, mm -hmm. to push it as hard as you can. Cause sometimes you finish those races, it's like multi-rig, vertical cargo, and then like fire jump. And then you finish yeah. and you're like... I'm not breathing hard anymore because I was just doing a bunch of slow stuff right in a row. Um, <laughs> so it'd be fun to like be able to really kind of sell it out. So yeah, in the national series races you did Jacksonville, which you were eighth and Asheville where you were seventh, right? Yeah. Were those, yeah. Were those are the only two that you, that you did this it. year. Yeah. Um, Same with Michael. Yeah, that was Same, yeah. I think Michael was 15th for Jacksonville and then 17th for Asheville. Yeah. I think Somewhere in the teens, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, both were stacked races on on both ends of things, for sure. I did like 90 burpees in Asheville. I, I didn't know about the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the gloves. <laughs> Everybody was doing burpees that race. That was crazy. That was crazy. On the women's yeah. end, like Olympus, yeah. like I think only I think only Annie. I got it. No, no, and, I and, got it. And you. Okay. And I, I knew it was like two people. What would you do burpees on then if you got through like that one? Everybody, oh, because that was, that was a penalty loop anyway. Yeah, and it was a super fast one, I guess. Um, it probably would have been better for me just to not have done it and done the penalty loop because yeah. I was like, I felt like I got hit by a truck after doing the Olympus. I was like, couldn't breathe. Um, I, so I did, what was it? It was monkey bars because they were like uphill kind of. It was very strange. Uh -huh. They were uphill and soaking wet. Um, so Lindsay missed so that like, too. Yeah. Monkey bars, yeah. That one and beater. And then what else did I fail? Um, maybe it was Twister 2. No, I got Z-Wall. Um, I failed three things. I, or maybe it was only two. I don't know. I'd, oh no, Stairway to Sparta. So it was like a penalty oh, right. and 60 burpees. Right, right, right. Stairway to Sparta was like a problem in those they middle two races. There should be a step there for, I'm 5'2", and like, I can't reach those. That's I know. And I want to do the obstacle, but I can't because I literally can't reach the hold. <laughs> I wonder if they could put rock holds, like footholds, even to just like make them little footholds at the bottom or something and just yeah. make it like an actual yeah. rock climbing wall. You know, yeah, they should just put that little to... uh, thing that they have for the eight foot wall so that we can like lunge ourselves up and then we can yeah. do it. Right. You know? Um, why didn't you guys do West Virginia? My, my shin, my you were, uh, stress you were fracture. Oh God. And then so Michael then wanted to go, but 10 hours driving just for one of us. I don't yeah, know. And then 10 hours bad. back. That's a haul. Plus we heard haul. about the B situation. So it's good. We didn't go. Skipped out on it. Missed all the B stings, which is, which is helpful. <laughs> um, so Michael, what would you say your, your best accomplishment? What do you, what do you, mo when you look back at the air, what are you most excited about? Um, hmm, let's see. I guess win a couple of times, I guess. You didn't <laughs> win a couple of times. No, I won like once. Yeah. Like that, that was counts? very exciting because I was like, I'm like, it was weird. I don't know. This year, well, this past year was like second, third, fourth, fifth, mm -hmm. and all that road. So I was like, oh, I was one of the first one. I was like, oh, I need to get that first one. And the last race we did 
I got first place on the second was the sprint. The sprint, yeah. In Central so, Florida? Central Florida, yeah. Mm-hmm. So which was nice and I was like actually proud of myself. I was like, Oh, this is awesome, finally I got it. <laughs> but in the end I was like, Okay, maybe I need to work a little bit more harder now and get that, you know, first place now and continue going towards, you know, with the workouts and stuff better. It's it's hard to win a Spartan race. It, it really, really is. It yeah. really is hard. It and any any given field like that Sunday, the Saturday race that you went down the Central Florida for, ended up being stacked on the men's yeah. end. Mm-hmm. It was like Alvaro oh, yeah. Kirk was there. Like uh, I think did Brent Trail go down too? Like there was like yeah. five or six dudes deep. I was like, oh my god, this is actually like a really good race, which Every is historically race is stacked. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like you see online, there's like these regional races, and no one is li- like they're begging people to do elite. It's like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but he doesn't want to win by luck. Like yeah. he wants to right. win to win, you know. Yes. So, what about the race with against Killian? That had to have been cool. Like where that was something where that was a, a moment for me where I was like, oh shit, this dude is legit. Like it was you and Killian over a frame, I think. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that race actually was Virginia. Yeah, yeah, Virginia. That was actually like it was awesome. I love it. Brent was leading, and then Killian was second. I was right behind Killian. For me to catch to them, it was something huge. I was like, these guys are fast. So I just tried to maintain this pace, and I was like, okay, maybe if I continue getting closer and closer to them and closing the gap more and more, the thing I catch up to Killian. Uh, the bucket because I was oh, like, the bucket I don't know, seconds. because Kempson <laughs> yeah, exactly. tips the <laughs> secret tips. Thank you, thanks, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> so right there, and then this battle start from there all the way to the um, park wire crow, and then we catch up to Brent at the um, at the overwalls rolling hills. Well, those, yeah, uh, and then from there, we got to the um. Hoys. It was super slippery. It was muddy. It was very bad. So Brent got stuck in there, and uh, yeah, Brent Killian. couldn't couldn't grip it. Yeah, it was so muddy. Oh, he couldn't get it, it up. It was like an orange clay, and he just couldn't couldn't. That do mud it. is the worst. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. orange mud bad. is so terrible. Yeah. It was so pretty horrible. bad. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, from there, me and Killian battled back and forth, back and forth, and uh, the uh, yeah, the vertical cargo was awesome. I was like. Crazy! He did like triple flip, and I did two flip. <laughs> That's all it takes. And I was like, no. But it was it was a good race, and yeah, it was. Legit. It was right there. It was like legitimately two seconds, I think, right? Like yeah. one or two yeah, seconds he had to the finish. Yeah, more time. Now, yeah, like, that's that's what I mean is about like just learning from these these better yeah. athletes there that have been in the game longer. Mm-hmm. Now Michael flips three times. He learned from that. <laughs> and Killian's a great example, right? Like he had kind of a, a similar maturation that you guys had or, or what you're kind of doing where he got into it early. I mean, he had instant success cause he was kind of like doing all these things that made him good at OCR. Mm-hmm. And then he raced a ton and then started to pick his spots after he like had a couple seasons where he just learned all the, all the tricks. Then he was able to just focus on specific races and freaking wins the world championship, you know? So right. So being able to to be up with someone like that who has those type of t- those tricks and and is as competitive as anybody that was that must have been a really cool moment. That was something that stuck out to me this year. I was like, wow, this is this guy's bringing it. 
<laughs> Bring it. Yeah, it was actually like my goal. Like I saw him and I was like, oh, I'm going to keep up with him right at the moment. And I was like, oh, my God, that drilling at the start line start right from there. Start line says go. My brain was like blank. And I was like, all right, keep <laughs> eye on him. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't lose was. contact. Right, exactly. So yeah, and it's like that. It takes like a competitive spirit and like uh, like that fearlessness again uh, to even try that. A lot of athletes would not even try to challenge a guy like Killian in the sport, right? Yeah. So, again, we don't we don't know like the and even if we did, I would still do it. Like I don't yeah. care. Like yeah. I'm gonna like Nicole's my mentor, and I'm gonna like I mean she's a different level than me, but I'm gonna always try to beat her <laughs> you know yeah. like you want to win you we're competing but i do know what you mean is like people they get like scared of these idols where it's we're all just people we're all just humans yeah. doing the same thing totally and that's something especially in ocr where everybody is kind of just like coming from different backgrounds no one's been like bred to do this no one is uh, on a different planet when it comes to the race results just sticking your nose in it then just learning from from the experience uh so what's the plan this year where are you guys going to be are you guys going to do a series are you going to race as much or what is that looking like it's looking pretty good <laughs> <laughs> looks like we're gonna race uh be racing yeah we're gonna do the savage series yeah oh nice uh um, nice be it just makes the most sense um with like there's only one flight we need to do mm -hmm. and that's to florida um and it the season's done really quick like i think it stops and i think the end of june is the last fourth or maybe early july is the last um series race that you have to do so i liked i like that um i kind of like how florida will like prep me for um the slo the st louis uh st louis to be spell yes yeah, slow yeah. yeah slow whatever um hopefully i'm not slow there but uh <laughs> um so yeah i mean and, and i'm lucky that uh the dream team is letting me race savage uh for free too so that helped my decision sweet nice. um because you gotta add it all up you know it is uh and so yeah, that's cool savage starts that first week in march mm -hmm. i believe it's is, the, and then it yeah it's the week beforehand so it's only also, a five like, month season. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense for yeah. a season. That's appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does make sense. I don't know why Spartan isn't figuring it out. And this is Savage's first year and they're doing it. <laughs> um, so, okay. And, and Michael's really good at obstacles. So I think that's going to be really cool. It's kind of flatter courses. It's six to seven miles. And um, like we're new at this. So like, mm -hmm. can we run a beast? Yes. Can we run an elite national series beast and do well? <laughs> so, you know, can I win a regional beast? Yes. Can I? So it's like, I want to be smart here and like having three beasts as the Spartan elite, like both of us aren't like in altitude too, you know, I mean, like yeah. you got to play to our strengths here. Yeah. That's, I mean, as that's the thing with this, this series, it's all very focused around, mountain races and uh, hand, uh, west coast mountain races right and you guys are east coast athletes there are some hills right somehow yeah, it's rolling hills it's oh, yeah. you know you do a long run you can get like 1500 feet of elevation gain and you have to really try you have to look you have to <laughs> seek it out go up a hill yeah. twice <laughs> um but right but there's not a you know 
you can't do that in one climb <laughs> like you would out no, in the, in the West no, Coast, no, right? No. It's not like a 1200 foot climb and they're all based at, and you're living at sea level to be by the, to be by the sea is not something that is going to be advantageous for these races in, you know, Mexico city and big bear and Utah. They're just that those aren't necessarily for everybody. So it's good. Yeah. It's good to pick your spots to, to do. Saturday I was series. excited cool. about Mexico. Once I found out it was 1300 feet, I was like, hell no. <laughs> I thought it yeah. was, I just assumed it was going to be like flat and hot and fast. And it's right near like this really epic wave called El Rancho. And I was like, we could go to Mexico. But then when I found I was 13,000 feet, no way. That's where uh, the peak is, right? Like, I wonder where it's, where like the base of that, race is going to be it's got to be at least six or seven um yeah. oh that's true i didn't even think of that um i just know yeah that it's, like that, do- it's like that it's like that volcano the peak it's like a volcano i believe i've only looked at it for like one second i think i tried to get a uh but i think all of that mexico city air mexico city itself is at like six thousand feet or something like that yeah I think. um are you gonna so, do serious no yeah no yeah. You only no, raced gonna... one time, right? And it was City Field? <laughs> that was it. I'm only I'm <laughs> I'm I'll probably do the same type of thing, maybe some stadiums here or there, but I'm just gonna do like the high rocks and deca bit stuff. Deca. Yeah. Yeah. We will do maybe. the deca in Rhode Island and hopefully do well to then do the worlds, hopefully. Yeah. That's on Yeah, that'd be interesting. Cause talk to you about the stadium stuff. You guys did well on the stadiums. Is that somewhere where you guys think that you and you mentioned the beast distance and yes, as people were coming into like, there is definitely an advantage to having uh, an aerobic base built up for a decade when training for uh, a two and a half, three hour race. Right. And like, it takes a lot of volume and, and building up slow miles and a lot of climbing to really get to that level of say like a Lindsay Arn Atkins who basically mm-hmm. just running the, the woods all day. Um, but the stadiums, you guys came in and did had some success almost right away. Is that like it? Is that a place where you guys see yourselves? Like, if I don't, they're not going to do a stadium series. But if there was to be something like that, do you think that would be a place where you could see yourself spending a lot of time? Definitely, I love the stadiums, but they're not they're not doing a stadium series. So that's why this deca I'm excited about, and there's no spear throw. <laughs> no spear throw in the de- in the deca fit in the deca fit arena. That is true. That's true. Um, Okay, so you'll, I love you'll do fast pace, like no, no, you are not thinking about anything. It's like so competitive. I I loved like the technical strategy side of the stadiums. Again, I'm still learning. Every stadium is different. Like I told you about, like the start, knowing which way to be on the stairs. But mm-hmm. I would love to do a stadium series if they did it. Um, but they're not. So I'm gonna definitely do some regional ones. You won a stadium race and missed the spear, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's crazy. <laughs> so like, you have some talent when it comes to running fast over some stairs, and uh, and Michael, same for you, same. But that our race, you actually hit the spear. That was something that you haven't been doing, right? Hit yeah, the I was surprised actually hitting it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I hit it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like you and I were locked in a battle. It was me, you, and uh, Matt Johnson, and Matt missed his spear, and I I just thought it was you. And I was like, well. Yeah. Went ahead and missed the spear again. <laughs> uh, so you're all, Mike. You're gonna do. So you guys are traveling the same way together. So you, you'll do the set. Are you gonna do all four of the races? Um, we're gonna do. Try to get. Yeah. So four. um, Florida, 
and then it's like Maryland, Ohio, yeah. and then we're picking South Carolina because mm -hmm. I wanted to space it enough. And that's like you either have an opportunity of doing South Carolina or Georgia as your fourth one. Got so it. I thought South Carolina would be better. It's May, so it's spaced out a little bit better because um, I think Georgia was like in March or something. I don't know. I so, felt like there was too much th things in March. And is it okay? So South Carolina. So is it four out of five or is it three out of five? How does it work? Oh, I guess it's it's four out of five. So I could go to Georgia too if I wanted, but okay. I'm not gonna do that. Right. Yeah. If you, your best four, so it's whatever ones it are. Is what it is. Yeah. Just don't DNF. <laughs> yeah. Right. I did right. hear that they're making it more doable at these national series events, uh, like the rig. So it's more they don't want to see women DNFing. Um, so that's promising. Was there a rig that either of you guys couldn't do this year? You guys, how many savages did you do? Like four or five? Uh, no, I only did two. I did Boston two? and I am in Maryland. Yeah, okay. Boston and Maryland. Yeah. No, Michael gets some. He has no problem. I, 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 uh, I think the chain got you pretty good. Yeah, the chain. Yeah, they yanked oh. my chain. Really I heard it's got really I was really on heavy. that thing for like five minutes. And we mentioned your hands. You're not the biggest athlete, right? Like how, how tall, <laughs> how tall are you? Five two, so the chain was a hundred and like eight pounds, and I I weigh like one nineteen or one eight. Yeah. I think at that time I was like one seventeen. I've been eating a lot of cookies, so <laughs> so like Ho holiday season. Chain, I'm like I'm like pulling it. And it's like you. I'm going up as it's going down, you know. So uh, or it's going up, and I'm yeah. We're both going mm. up. <laughs> <laughs> and, so okay. They're making it lighter too, though. They're so I guess it's ninety-five pounds now for women. So that I can I can do. It's more like the uh, the hoist in Spartan. Got it. And so, um, Michael, do you have any tips about getting through those rigs? Is it just a matter of because you you're a good rock climber as well? Like, so is it yeah. is it just is your, your grip strength? Are you able like to navigate the cheese board? and all that are you are do you have any trouble with that or are you just able to kind of figure it out as you go no i think i just i figure it out as i go i think and uh the yeah the quicker i go is fat is better for the strength because i mm. if the more this is my logic the more time you spend in the obstacle the more fatigue you get so if you figure Makes out sense. a little bit quicker and you get better you know go through that better and faster, less fatigue you are going to be for the next episode. That's what uh, VJ Jones, that's his methodology as well. It's like, if I can get through this thing as fast as I can, like then I'm using less energy to do it. So, so do you just like right. attack the the rigs? You're just getting on and just moving as fast as you can through them? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I think the only reason I, I do it really good is because I climb coconut tree. Yeah. I used to climb coconut tree. <laughs> like, climbing. So I was like, that's pretty good grip. Yeah. There was like, on it, it was like 30 feet tall. Like, no, not even 30 feet. Like, like the size of a house, 35. coconut trees, when I first met him in yeah. Costa Rica. And he would climb barefoot with board shorts and just climb up and drop the coconuts. Up and down, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot, of, a lot of grip, you know. To, like, hug oh, yeah. the tree with your legs. How, one hand yeah, how do you even do that? Do you just got to like, do you, do you dig your fingers into that? Or are you just like grab the sides because there's not a ton to work with on that right and aren't they oh it is just grab the sides and i said climbing like here show 
Oh, just climb up with your feet. <laughs> you can't then... see. Those are big feet, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like shimmy up and then shimmy you shimmy up. down. Um, and uh, I'll send you the video. We ha I have a video of him doing it. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those adaptations I was talking about. You should have said that before. <laughs> it would have made so much more sense. I mean, you're talking about surfing. You're climbing coconut trees like it's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> you, will you, if you see a coconut tree now, will you just be like, I'm going up. I'm getting that coconut. Well, oh, yeah. I, I threaten him. I say, if you don't go up that coconut tree, I'm going to divorce you because I want coconut water. <laughs> All the time. Maybe I get like five coconuts and I was like, all right, this is it. I think just will do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Miranda, can you do it? Have you tried? So, so I tried before, like way before any like type of Spartan races. It was like four years ago, and it was pathetic. I couldn't, I couldn't even get like a foot off the ground. It hurts. They're pretty. Look, like it hurt. It's yeah, yeah. yeah that's some weird it, lines on the. I guess it makes no strength. sense. I thought yeah. he was like some crazy creature when I was marrying him. I didn't even think he was human. Like it <laughs> makes no sense. It's so. It hurts so much, but he, he would do it and he would climb back down and we would have tons of coconut water. Um, I'd like to try it now, but I'd be hesitant just because like, I feel like I would get a huge rash. Oh yeah. Just chest. Yeah. Uh, oh, cause you got it. Do you, you hug it yeah, and you get gotta, close like, to it. Oh, yeah. so you come. Oh, okay. You're not like, wait, yeah. oh, that makes a So the thing, the speaking part is being up there is you can't really go in the palm and sit on it and, and twist the coconut. So you have to hug the tree and oh. the one. Yeah, grab it. Yeah, and twist it with the other one. So, so you're like grabbing it with like your thighs, even like oh, like a full hug. Yeah, oh, yeah. Twisting your thighs, grabbing from the other side. He's like just... so high up to it. I don't even. I can't even see what he's doing because he's so high up. All I know is that he's like, look out, because then. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would need to. I would need to be like fully clothed, long sleeve, everything. Like yeah, he's shirtless with denim, shorts, no shoes. <laughs> Nothing. I recommend that uh, grip strength for sure. That, that okay. We'll write a pro. We'll write a program. <laughs> the Michael Suazo method. Day ten, climb a coconut tree. Day eleven, climb a coconut I tried tree. Tried to give Miranda climbing vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, not happening. Well, we need to see that at the set. That would that would definitely get some bands at a savage race. The the, the coconut climb. Right. They probably have some weird innuendo name for it, but I could I could see them having <laughs> having something like that. Well, the Savage Series makes sense. The Pina, the Pina obstacle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll 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 send a, we'll send a note to corporate. Um, yeah. Don't t please don't tell Lee that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, cool. So that's this, and you guys should do well, right? Because those are races that are 10k, not a crazy amount of of uh, vertical running. I like that. I think that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. What about champion? What about championship season? I mean, there, like you mentioned DECA because that would be that's championship season typically in the fall. We don't know where um, uh, North American championships are going to be. But what about? Uh, I think OCR it's going to be the same weekend of OCR Worlds, right? The OCR uh, WC. Uh, I think Nicole said it would be. I haven't heard, so, I haven't heard, I don't know where, uh, I don't even know what the venue is. I haven't even heard like what, I've heard rumors of where it might be, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, to speculate We're going to do it. OCRWC because I feel like after all these Savage races, I'll have my grip and my obstacle game good and he's already got it and it's right here in Vermont. So we're, we're locked in there and I think mm -hmm. that's like kind of our A race. I'm learning all these cool terms. That's our A race. That's a, that's a term. 
That's, that's good. <laughs> right now I'm on a training block, apparently. I didn't know that was a thing. That's a thing. Yes, that, that is <laughs> something that exists in endurance. Yeah, so you, you can try to take – now you can take the OCR vernacular and try to put it in the surfing somehow because right. like you had the surfing connected <laughs> over. Um, did you get – were you injured at OCR World Championships this past year? Yep. So I couldn't yeah. do, yeah, I couldn't do a lot of these, like I couldn't do Killington. I really wanted to do, do that. I couldn't do OCRWC. I didn't do the Vermont, um, one. What else did I miss? I missed, there was another race that I wanted to do. Oh, there was like a deck I wanted to do too. I couldn't. Oh yeah. yeah. Races. The Jersey one. Right. Huh? What are you going to do to not get hurt this year? Well, now, now I have a, well, now I have a more like personable uh i just started working with grit uh coaching so with jess and Fay. so um because they're off the dream team so i'm hoping that will help and also i think just like i cross train a ton and i wasn't doing that before so like i don't run every day i run every other day i bike in between i do agua jogging still even though i'm not hurt mm-hmm. um i do a lot of yoga hot yoga uh so i think just all the cross training is going to be good for me. I feel like really good right now. And my body, like when I go to run, there's no pain. I'm not taking any ibuprofen. So that's got to be something good, right? Totally. It's a good feeling. Yeah. It's tough when every run is like thinking about if it hurts or not. It's like, is it Mm -hmm. okay now? Is it hurt now? Yeah. I I deal with stuff like that all the time. It's like, am I hurt? Am I injured? Like what's going on? (laughs) Right. So it's a great feeling. Just be like, okay, this is, and then it's, I get very optimistic about training. It's like, okay, great. Um, it's pain-free. Like something's working. Like what's going to happen down the road if I can string this all together? Um, right. I think, I, I think I'm think i learning to listen to my body more. Like before I would just take an ibuprofen and be like, shut up body. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then I would numb the pain where now I'm not taking any ibuprofen for a reason because I want to listen to my body. He's good at listening to his body. He's never been injured besides this latest one with his IT band. Yeah, um, other than that, he's yeah. never had an injury. Mm-hmm. And that seems more like a, a byproduct of the race. That was the, the long, like a beast race in South Florida with all the or central Florida with all the, the swampiness. Right? Yeah. That swamp was like horrible. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. the hardest, I think that was the hardest race I've done. Nine kilos. <laughs> that race. Just like with tons of water in terms of like, what was it? Like a pina. Oh yeah, there's like these crazy pineapple plants that were like attacking you when you went through the woods and they're like (laughs) hitting you in the arm and then there was like alligators in the swamp and it was bad. Yeah, Yeah, those Florida races. On the second day. (laughs) I'm definitely never going forward again. Yeah, I I literally couldn't finish the sprint because Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 tough when you're not because you it takes like two weeks really to acclimate to heat. So that race was what in December, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was like a super sunny, like apparently it's supposedly always rainy there and cold. It was like 90 degrees even in the morning at 7 a.m. And yeah. then who, I mean, who in their right mind puts an elite field out at like 12 o'clock on, in 100 degrees? And who in their right mind does it? I'm never doing that again. <laughs> and coming from Massachusetts where it's not warm. So yeah, that's that tough. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Not a good Well, decision. now you know. Not, yeah. You're learning, learning still. So yeah, we alluded to it a couple times. You mentioned it. You're on the dream team this year, which is awesome. Congrats. You're a great fit. I think it's going to be uh, like 
being surrounded with those type of athletes and those type of people will be really beneficial. And, and Michael, you're going to join us over here on Torque this year. So same type of thing where uh, yeah. just being being around being around the the athletes. Air, uh, I got you. This I don't I don't know. Yeah, explode it. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm excited to see what you guys got this year. I think it's gonna be great. I love the Savage series. I, I'm actually excited to hear that. I didn't know if you guys were leaning toward National Series or Savage. But Savage makes a ton of sense. Um, so Are you gonna do really any fun. Savages? So I'm actually moving away from the East Coast. Like in three weeks, we're moving to Denver. Oh, so you traitor! I'm out. <laughs> later i'm <laughs> going to the, the I'm, I'm going to the altitude i gotta see what it's all about so we're so like there's no west coast there's not even like midwest races i've actually never done a savage yeah it's yep. just it, for no other reason than i mean obstacles aren't necessarily my strength but i would do it because that running terrain is like right up my alley and um but it's just it, it's one of those things it's like another race you know it's it, it's always like a race and then a week or two later it's another it's like a savage or something so it's just i've never done one for any reason but i've only, I've only heard good things so um i think some some of the athletes in torque are going to hit a couple of those races but yeah i won't be doing the savage ones but not yeah me. yeah you would definitely fly on the fat the flat stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. but that's I think that's the thing is you fly and then if a rig if lee has this crazy rig you know and you get stuck it's like all that effort for nothing yeah you know? i know that was i, like I think they went um, they went, so, I think they went a little too far last year on, uh, on those rigs, like where. Oh yeah. That's not a race they, anymore when everyone's lined. I mean, that's, I don't know. That, I don't it should just, that, it should just start with it. If that's the case, just do the hardest thing first, whoever gets through it, then you can have a chance to kind of run them down. But like, yeah, for people to kind of get bottlenecked like that, there were some female races that like, yeah, it would be women, ath female athletes just with the, the times are so slow <laughs> it was just yeah, yeah, completed yeah. at one it's embarrassing Over. like it's that's it's, i it's not gonna like we need the whole point is to have more women mm -hmm. not discourage us and you know what i mean and make us right. you know not like it's we're supposed to bring more women on and it's like oh here come come do ocr there's a rig you're gonna go through all this effort and then halfway through the race you won't be able to finish because of rig like that's stupid. You will only fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that they are going to kind of tone that back. I mean, there's definitely ways to be innovative without being impossible, but it seemed like, you know, race like with like laches and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and Michael, you're just able to do. Yeah. When it's like wet yeah. and like humid like that, yeah. Michael, are the laches no problem for you too? Are you just able to just swing and grab and, <laughs> and then you're out? Yeah, the shade, yeah, no, the shade, I'm pretty good with it, I guess. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, we just we just got to get some wheels on you, and then that then you'll be you'll be good to go do that savage stuff. Oh so. yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> perfect. So, what would you say is your ultimate goal with OCR? Not getting any injuries, that's for sure. For sure. Um, and st keep having fun. I think that's what I told Nicole: mm -hmm. is no injuries to keep having fun throughout this uh, this whole process. Never feel like the pressure and make it not fun. Right. Um, just I want to like it, when it becomes not fun, then I'm stopping. So you know, um, that's a great one. Yeah, and then I think then like performance wise, I definitely would like top three at the Savage overall. 
Um, and then I really want top five for the national series. I'm only doing two of the Spartans. And I know like some people say, why am I only doing two? Um, but like Nicole talked to me about it and even Ryan Kempson talked to me about it and they said, just like make those two performances stand out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, and like, that's where all the competition is. So I really want to yeah. see, you know, how I can do and top five finish up. You're really stoked with and um, OCRWC, I really want, again, like a top five finish there too. So I think yeah. those are my goals. That's a good one for you. And like, yeah, like the making the races count and going to the competition now, because you ha you've had this past year where going to the regional races and, you know, both of you guys showing at the regional races, you're guaranteed top five. Like, Miranda, you were on pretty much every regional podium. And Michael, you were top, literally top, you were like fourth and like, a million Top races four, this year. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and now he was uh, stuck at fourth. He's like, why am I always fourth? I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. <laughs> um, well, yeah, like you go to the regional races, you know what's going to be there. But like, yeah, mixing it up with, with the other athletes is is where it, it, it helps. It's going to have to be yeah. that way for you. And that's the level you guys are at now. So I like the idea of just, yeah, hitting the competitive races when they're available to be hit and not necessarily worrying about your, your place in the entire series because – Really, that shit doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Mm. It really doesn't. It really um, doesn't. I mean, like, so that I don't know. That's how I feel. I want to go to those two and make them count. And if I even can somehow manage a podium at a national series, I, even better. But you don't. It's obstacle racing. You don't know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> For sure. So you guys are doing slow, and then what? Blue Mountain. Yes, Blue Mountain. Okay. Because I'm not gonna like. Go, I mean, I'm not gonna go to Big Bear. Everyone I've talked to says it's awful <laughs> it's like it's a very hard for it's, it's it's very very steep you'll you'll have nothing that will be like it anywhere yeah. near you yeah. and it's at altitude it's, yeah it's very i'm hard. sure i can yeah, place yeah. top 10 there but like i i want to like go somewhere where it's enjoyable and fun and like it's a race not like me power hike i don't know it's just i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna fly all the way there be two hours time difference I'm three hours gonna. would you guys could yeah. you go make a surf trip out of it you could it's not we far from la for um the first race so we go to florida and then we'll fly uh monday to california and then we'll surf that week um and then do the uh slow mm -hmm. nice nice so. that's exciting um and you guys did palmerton this year right this past year 2021 yeah. i think blue mountain is palmerton ish oh cool like so i loved palmerton and i actually love mountains and and climbing mountains i think i'm decent at it but uh palmerton i failed the z wall and the spear so that's how that happened i got second place there who won that race Ka uh kayla i tried to get her down i almost did but 60 oh that was the was oh the sprint the sprint you yeah yeah because right, okay. we were in boston savage that's when i i oh. boston savage and michael took second mm -hmm. there right that was Saturday. a great race that was a great race by kayla colby at that at that race for sure Mm hmm. Hmm. Okay, cool. But she's yeah, I think Blue Mountain. Yeah, she's a good athlete. The um, Blue Mountain. Yeah, I think that would be a similar terrain without and not in July, you know, so it should be. Yeah, so that that's kind of what, what that would be prepared for that. Like, yeah, like that New Jersey Palmerton ish type of type of feel. Yeah, and it's only like not I think it's only like nine hours away. So yeah, it's not hard. to us, that's like a cakewalk. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. You, so you're gonna drive to Ohio and drive to Maryland. Yeah, that's all. That's oh, all yeah. easy, easy work for yeah, you guys. You drive. Yeah, I mean, I I like road trips. We're used to driving so far for yeah. surfing and stuff. <laughs> uh, 
another ad- another adaptation you guys had the ability to drive <laughs> long ways yeah, for races I mean, you can't not going to do anything the day before i mean i don't do anything that day before a race so to me it's like why not just drive um i don't do like yeah. shakeout runs or anything like that maybe i'm gonna learn to do that but i i don't like to do anything because then i'm wicked frisky on at the start line yeah yeah this seems more uh like the shakeout run thing it seems more mental to me like there's nothing that's really gonna happen um leading into it but it's just no habitual we break up the car rides and like we stop like three four hours in and hike glacier Mm -hmm. and do things like that so it's not like we're just driving non-stop right we make it fun try to do fun things you know um well cool guys this was this was fun this was a fun thing uh, i'm really excited to, to see how you guys progress this year michael i'm really excited to have you on torque Miranda, can't wait to see what you do with the dream team and we'll be seeing a lot of you guys we'll be seeing a lot of you guys in 2022 so i'll make sure to link to your socials and everything um uh in the show notes so if people want to follow you they know where where they can where they can find you um but yeah that's really it anything else you guys what else you got give me tips on deca Ah, Tips on yes. Deca coming. I got you. <laughs> I got plenty. Um, and make him run right. faster. Done. Done deal. Guarante- guaranteed. I think uh, the only time I run faster was when uh, my uh, chicken of my grandma was chasing me behind. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time I run faster. Back in when he was a Back little the boy, days. there yeah. was a crazy chicken and it, and it <laughs> attacked him. Yeah, attacked me. Like, chased me, bro. <laughs> I thought it was a mile at that time. <laughs> For a long time, but flying, kicking me and stuff. I was like, "Wow, well, running!" I was like, "Perfect, we, I'm if, a runner right there." If we can, re- we can replicate something like that in training. <laughs> I think it's like the. Uh- it's like the opposite of Rocky. You guys seen Rocky? Rocky one? No. The original? Oh yeah, never seen I it. There's yeah. a scene where he's learning how to be quick and he's running and he's, and his trainer is making him chase chickens to try to catch chickens. But it, 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 it was flipped in your we case. Can flip where, it. Yeah. It yeah. It works yeah. both ways. <laughs> 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 All right. Cool guys. Well, I appreciate your time. It's just super fun. Um, and that will be it for us. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you. All right. Have a good night.